Gaurav, thank you so much for uh, uh, you know coming to Money Matters. Very excited to be talking to you. Thanks for uh, calling me. I think this is the second time in two weeks that we are doing this again. Just for for everyone's benefit, uh, you know, in two thousand ten, uh, you started a, a YouTube channel which was education and learning. But officially, as a company, you started an academy in two thousand fifteen. And and what a remarkable journey! Though we shouldn't be, it is money matters. So I can take the liberty of saying some things that. from money perspective from a journey from external validation one of the things that you have uh, you know got and 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 a great endorsement is a great set of investors and very quickly from 2015 to now in 2020 you have a company which is half a billion dollars if i may say so in valuation more than 500 million dollars in a very short span of time so congratulations we're going to be talking a lot of uh, about all these things and how do you scale and grow a company uh, but before everything uh, gaurav i want to talk to you about the edtech space because today we you know manish tabarwal was uh, here in money matters and he was saying that two th- what was supposed to happen in 2030 Uh, when it comes to education has got accelerated and now we are seeing that kind of growth happening in 2020 you are right in the trenches building a very fabulous strong edtech company tell us what are you seeing i, I don't know who manish is so i don't know what context he has but uh, uh, but i disagree uh, because w- what i have my data what we were seeing before covid 19 uh, we launched a subscription product for online classes for Uh, test prep market uh, almost one year three months back, and before COVID, we had hit a thirty-six million ARR. This is before COVID, so and 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 people are, and this is with a without an offline sales team. People are paying online. People are consuming content online. There are millions and millions of watch time every single day. Hi. What has happened now is that like obviously we have grown three x since then. and we are almost at like an 80 to 100 million arr now um, and uh, this is the first time i'm quoting these numbers so uh, uh, and thank and, you in money matters we need all the numbers thank you ha huh. continue please so uh, so what's happening now is that uh, uh, what we have seen is that probably what what would have ha- taken 6 months hmm. has happened in 2 months or 1 month or something okay. but i don't believe it's 2030 I think even if COVID nineteen had not come, we would have reached where we have reached in maybe four to five months or six months because we were already seeing that trajectory. People were already realizing because of Reliance Geo, because of accessibility of uh, smartphones and internet and the YouTube penetration. I think I think we have to give a lot of credit to YouTube. I think YouTube changed the way uh, Indians consume content. Uh, there are more searches on youtube than uh, are on google today so mm-hmm. i think uh, uh, and 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 if you see the data of youtube uh, i think we all benefited from that and i think youtube was one of our biggest traction channels in fact we started as a youtube channel so we'll have to give it to them uh, but uh, but yeah i i, I don't believe ke 2030 mein ye hota but i do believe ke bahut sari cheeze uh, and and one interesting thing about about apart from traction is that suddenly it has become very clear that this is it suddenly yeah. it has become very clear that this is the category uh, that will grow a lot so i am seeing more and more uh, early stage education startups raising funding uh, there is a lot more investor interest than uh, uh, it used to be for this category 
and and another interesting thing is that uh, and i can say it on record the biggest consumer internet company in india will not be an e-commerce company it will be an education company i can give this in writing india is a market which pays for high quality education the biggest consumer internet company will be an education company it will not be an e-commerce company mhm now that's a big statement right because right now for us it, internet consumption has been e-commerce see you have to see the unit economics you have to see the gross margins the education businesses have a very very high gross margin mm. they have very very solid unit economics they don't need a lot of so you don't you don't every other education company is a very highly profitable company so you can build a highly profitable highly scalable company i mean some of our competitors are will soon be valued over 10 billion dollars yeah so so uh, what's happening is that i am very 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 convinced not just because of my conviction my personal conviction but seeing this space seeing the speed of growth of not just us but other players in the market seeing how uh, gross margins or margins of uh, education companies are versus let's say e-commerce companies or some other companies and and just the propensity of uh, uh, the the target audience to spend on education so yeah 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 you know so uh, if i could request you to share some numbers with us right like uh, what's the usage and 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 maybe it's not a big delta or i don't know how big the delta is but pre covid and now what's the change in the numbers on in some key metrics that you've seen everything is 3x in yeah whether it's our uh, free video views on youtube whether it's our free content on our own platform uh, hopefully whether it's our valuation we'll give it another <laughs> 30 days but uh, <laughs> but but revenue obviously so uh, yeah okay and uh, you know we during covid times one of the interesting things was to see virat kohli and anushka sharma also coming and teaching right so did does that help at a to attract a large set of audience it helps a lot because what it does is that uh, that class had 50000 concurrent learners oh really wow and and, wow. and people were watching that live so you know so so when you when you do something like that and you have 50000 other people watching it it builds a conviction in live learning and it also builds a, see i can say this on record our product is 10x better than anything else out there and like we have built a product in a way that we will be compared to uh, other products in the world with the kind of quality of user experience and kind of quality of user interface etc we have mm. uh, nobody in india stands a chance and when such stuff happens it also position positions us as the go to live learning platform so it helps the brand uh, because we are that uh, platform we are the largest live learning platform and when you see somebody like virat kohli and anushka sharma or shashi tharoor and there are some very very exciting names coming up in the Uh, coming weeks i will not name them but very very exciting and i'm sure one of those talks you will also watch uh, oh really it's one of the most iconic founders of a us company which is which is a 100 billion dollar plus company i won't give more details <laughs> but uh, uh, but but some exciting talks are coming through in a series called legends at an academy okay and they will be taking live classes yes 
now that you're saying that that there is a 3x growth i want to and and take this opportunity to understand from you the whole edtech space as you are seeing you've been in it since 2010 uh, very early on and i know how involved and passionate you've been about the space and about learning but now since 2015 to now how are you seeing it evolve and if you had to say what are going to be the key drivers for big growth in the coming 2 3 years see what what we are what we are seeing is that uh, uh people are much 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 uh, uh, more savvy to live learning than recorded content for mm. the first 3 years an academy was a, a recorded videos uh, uh, platform and and when we posted live we saw much higher engagements because what see the single biggest difference that can happen through technology is that uh, right now quality education was limited to a few cities So mm. if you are in Delhi, you can go to Saint Stephen's. If you are in uh, Kota, you can go to this coaching center of ITJ. Uh, or if if you want to uh, if you want to be a CA, then this coaching center in this part of the country is good. What has happened now is that and 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 that's a privilege so far, because you need money to go there, you need money to live, etc. So you you need to have certain kind of. Uh, uh, You, you need to have certain kind of net worth to go there so and that's a privilege for let let's say it's a privilege that many in the country cannot afford but now you bring that kind of experience to your 100 dollar smartphone now and i'm not even talking about our market i'm talking about every market i'm talking about k12 i'm talking about upskilling i'm even talking about for example i was just seeing that your story has launched an entrepreneurship course hmm so 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 the the idea is that now the entrepreneur does not need to come to bangalore yeah and chase entrepreneurs uh, to get a coffee meeting and learn stuff from them yeah if you really want to learn something the content is available online so i think that's the power because because in in the franchisee model you can have the mcdonald's burger can taste same whether you eat in delhi mumbai or new york but in education what happens is the quality of teachers is very very different so you cannot scale the same type of quality which online does yeah so what my belief is that it's actually significantly better covid just opened everyone's eyes and said oh uh, when they when they actually tried when they actually went for a virat kohli class and then saw the other stuff they they stayed on the platform and they they saw this is actually uh, better i mean i mean there are obviously few cons like like you don't get that competitive environment and stuff like that which which we need to build but but i think yeah I think uh, what you will know, happen. But I want to ask you this because, and 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 I want to ask you this because today you people like you and entrepreneurs like you and especially you that I know you is are going to define the way the access of education. Right? You are anyways doing like you said through online today. You can uh, learn from Virat Kohli or whoever for that matter, right? Which you couldn't do uh, from a small town. So you are solving that problem. But let's. you know but they are access access convenience and affordability yeah yeah okay but ha huh, so there there i want to ask right right now one of the statistics that has come out is right like during this covid time is that we have taken we say that oh we have electricity everywhere but there you know most places like and and and, and it's very significantly large places get electricity for one are uh, people don't have the access to you know laptops or phones with that kind of connectivity so there is a huge divide and somewhere i want to ask and 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 it all also then boils down to the affordability because today education is like you're saying it's profitable but it's priced at a very high 
price point how are you going to solve are you thinking about these things like while you are building a highly valuable business see uh, see there are two uh, two different approaches to this question one is that uh, building an efficient system assuming the current infrastructure yeah and the other is like the jahan pe infrastructure hai nahi udhar kya kare so i'm not talking about that part affordability ki bhi baat kar di hu yes uh for example if you go and i'm talking about our product and then i'll talk about some other product yeah 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 uh, i will also talk about how some other competitors have gotten pricing wrong and i also want you to i want to get out of your mind how you think about this more importantly like because if you, if you go to kota to prepare for iit j hmm a good coaching institute charges you 1.2 lakh per annum hmm and then you can assume another 1 1 1/2 lakhs for living food etc Hmm. So let's take it on the safer side. Let's just say another one lakh, hmm. which is the minimum that you'll need to spend. You'll travel also, etc. Uh, so because six thousand, seven thousand rupees for your PG, and maybe you are spending three thousand rupees per month for your food, etc., etc. That's two point two five lakh per annum for coaching hmm. per year. Hmm. An academy it costs thirty thousand rupees, and you get everything, and you get it better. Hmm. And that is significantly lower. so mm-hmm. what we are 80% of our user base is tier 2 tier 3 and above okay the the people who do not even have access the people who do not even uh, who can't afford such uh, expensive coaching they mm-hmm. are uh, doing oh, okay. and i see i can predict it right now what will happen is uh, the importance of colleges will reduce the importance of degrees will reduce the importance of learning skill set will go up because suddenly people will realize that you don't at the end of the day for colleges you are paying just a very very high sum of amount to get that degree to get that you know uh, validation by uh, insurance yeah see, see institutions colleges are an insurance business at the end of the day you are buying insurance and that helps you get a job or whatever so but we, we are seeing startups like scalar academy or newton school etc which which are saying that we'll make you better coders and help you get a job and then it doesn't matter what college you are from yeah so because of online learning that kind of stuff will happen where skin in the game will come right now colleges do not have a skin in the game yeah if 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 somebody is training me and they have a skin in the game with my outcome then suddenly the whole system becomes more efficient yeah if you are let's say let's say you are running and i think you should do it as an experiment uh you are running an entrepreneurship school yeah run a different kind of a school where you also charge 5% equity but then you have y combinator so you know so so what you are doing in the form of a school y combinator is nothing but school with skin in the game yeah and that's such an efficient system with what surge is doing or what y combinator is doing at the end of the day they are teaching you or coaching you to be better so what surge or y combinator has done that will happen for everything like how that has happened for entrepreneurship yeah 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 so basically what you are saying is uh, you know so one question i see very clearly addressed is that whatever the price point which exists in the country uh, uh, at your platform at least and I, we can of course discuss others but at your platform at least 80% of the people are coming from two, tier 2 tier 3 and beyond and and the, and it is significantly lower price right there's significantly lower price where it's not pinching you to 
pay and to learn yeah i mean i mean you you pay 1000 rupees if two people are going to watch a movie that's 1000 rupees per movie but netflix you pay 500 rupees a month for whatever you want to watch it happens through because i see the best coaching center the largest coaching center of the country uh, has 2.2 lakh students huh. they have taken 30 years to reach that they have 2.2 lakh active students every year huh. we at this second have 1 lakh 40000 and we have taken 14 months to reach here so we we are also dealing with economies of scale so because i have much more scale my margins are better i can charge a much lower price point because that's what internet does that's why i see some of the competitors get the pricing wrong it's an open advice to them please be smart about it don't <laughs> charge so much for your uh, products because you need to you need to understand that you are not making your coaching center from offline to online it's a new it's a new territory yeah thank you gaurav munja for that advice to your competitors but coming back on yeah you know but again another question do you think that this is going to like how much of this will stay because you said 3x growth and you said that you did it in a month or two but it would have anyways happened uh, 6 months down the line but uh, asking about they will how do you see it and you're a young boy so just tell me how do you see it changing because even if you look at the most mature of economies there there's always been a play of offline right in spite of very advanced digital economy and everything there's been an offline play always so do you see that once the covid is over people will want to go to offline and 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 want to do education and learning and stuff offline also uh my my belief is that it will reduce i, I don't think that it will stop completely huh. uh, but i am uh, but i also think that people should assume that everything is online because then only they will be able to build better products yeah right now people are just seeing this phase as a temporary phase so they are using zoom etc what we have done is that we have realized that that the user experience is significantly better the nps the nps is significantly better right now in an offline institute the teacher you get in indore versus teacher you get in kota is very very different so these institutes are opening up in tier 2 tier 3 cities but quality is not maintained people do want to study from the very best teachers of the country and that's yeah. what we have we have seen yeah so uh, gaurav i want to because an academy has suddenly come uh, and and created such a brand and name for itself in the edtech space and you've done a phenomenal job and i want to go on record to say that you know from day one when i you know i've seen that you have a very product driven mindset and you've never compromised when it comes to building the product the right way right just take us through some of the learnings and some of the building some of the right things you've done while building your business see i think the biggest unconventional advice is that uh, uh, i think uh, sachin and bini are uh, are investors so there was a meeting that we got with bini and uh, i asked him a question that hey we are raising so much money we are diluting ourselves so he said that you know you decide whether you want to optimize your personal equity or founders equity or you want to optimize uh, the impact that you will create and i think after that day uh, we 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 just started focusing on the impact that we are creating because i think uh, uh, personal wealth will come you just focus on doing something bigger and bigger and bigger uh, you will get rewarded so i think that mindset changed everything for us and what we did was we raised capital before we needed so we have always had a 30 to 40 month runway even today we have a 40 month runway uh, 
yeah so so what what helps us is that when you remove capital when you remove the worry of capital you can be so creative so creative and obviously i mean you have to dilute more so technically that's also like buying insurance so you are you are raising but and 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 what we realized was that because the fear of uh, money running out was never there uh, and we were also we were not burning a lot of money like throughout our history we have raised around 200 million dollars 150 million is still in the bank so uh, i think i think that's one unconventional advice that and and in times like these that that thing has proven to be very very uh, well for us. Yeah. like we are, we are not at all worried uh, uh, in in fact we we gave additional bonuses to our educators and employees because you know we were growing and we like you know we must uh, uh, share that with our team members yeah. we, we still went ahead with appraisal cycles etc so uh, i think that's one unconventional advice that you try to remove one or one or two big worries like solve them permanently so that you can focus on rest of the things so i think we yeah. solved one or two big worries in the beginning then we were able to focus on product then we were able to focus on um, other things etc and uh, you know, i want to ask you we we didn't start as live no and today one of the biggest things that's worked for you is the live sessions that you do how did that learning come in the journey what were some of the insights that made you take that decision i think it was uh, one of my investors shailendra and i were shailendra singh from sequoia and i were uh, having dinner and then he's like you know this is this is going on in china why don't you experiment it and then we experimented it and few months later we were sitting and we were like uh, he told me that uh, you know he just came up with a random idea that right now you are selling different courses for example if shraddha is taking a economics class then you are selling it and she takes a 60% cut or whatever so it's a marketplace model but students need the entire package they want to study from all teachers they want that option they want that buffet model so he suggested that at first i found it weird because i thought can nobody else has done it and even in china nobody else had done the subscription model we were the first ones to do it but i pondered over it for two weeks uh, i think 11th december 2018 is when the dinner happened and maybe around 26th is when we took the call that we'll build it uh, end of december i sent a mail to all investors that for next two months we'll do zero revenue because we are taking a very very bold bet we are completely pivoting to subscription model and december 2018 was our highest revenue month in the previous model but somehow i couldn't see it scaling i i i knew it will scale a point but the ceiling will come very soon in 29 to 30 days we launched the subscription the teams worked very very hard 30th january 2019 is when the subscription went live uh, feb 2019 revenues were around 2 crores and this month will probably cross 60 crores uh, so yeah you know one of the things one of the things i'm just uh, and you are making me reveal numbers like i've never revealed before so don't uh, say that you're doing a favor on me but munjal when you achieve success then you have to share you have to share right and and, and no, i think what i'm doing that i'm not giving some random gyan i'm telling people that i'm giving yeah. some unconventional advice that a lot of people might disagree with me a lot of people might say that optimize for equity or a lot of people might disagree but we have we have also pivoted we have taken some bold bets i mean it it could have been very well that it didn't work out but we at least took the bold bet 
Yeah. The downside was that we lose revenue for two months. Yeah. But the upside was that if it works, if you protect the downside, let's say the downside harms the company by twenty percent. Worst case, if you protect the downside, but your upside can ten x, twenty x, or even hundred x. So you know, I mean, like, I'm, I think I mentioned it in our previous session also. There is a quote by Jeff Bezos that uh, in baseball, when you hit a home run, you get uh, four runs or whatever. Uh, I don't follow. Or like in cricket, when you put a six, it's six runs. But in business, sometimes if you put like a home run or something like that, then even maybe you can get six hundred runs, because because some of the bold bets might pay off so massively. Compounding yeah, effect of that, right, will be like crazy. Uh, you know, so while you are, and then this is for for me to process. While you are saying this one, there are one or two key things that I'm taking away. One is that you took care of, you know, what could be in your mind was like, and for every entrepreneur would be, let's take care of cash, let's take care of capital. So you took that care early on because you knew that this will worry you. This. could come as a problem so you got that second thing is that you took you were bold enough and and that one has to give credit to the entrepreneur you were bold enough to take extremely unconventional uh, decisions because like oh you'll park with more equity than necessary uh, you also were ready to forgo to months of revenue you were also because you know when you're jumping to something new it might not work Yes. but you took those decisions so you, so so to my question which i asked you is that what do you see are things that made you successful and get here so fast i think these are the two three things that i'm taking away but i also now want to ask you about the product that you built because one of the things is that you know and you are very proud about the product that you built tell us how is it different because today like and and you went earlier only in this interview you have said that nobody will can build for many years something that you built so tell us what you built and how you built it i can i mean uh, there is there is a famous line in uh, uh, harry potter part 2 i cannot tell you but i can show you have to show me show us all show we all want to see so you know at the end of the day basically an academy is a product which is sort of like a subscription so let's say you're preparing for itj because i okay. think uh, everybody is aware about these exam exams what are the biggest problems uh, of the so so one of the things to ask yourself is what is the current solution before this before this the solution was that you was you were going to a institute there you would they will make you give a test and if you are good you will get a nice batch an a1 batch and you will get access to the best teachers but if you are not so good then you will not get access to not so good teachers mm. and this is across the country where the quality is not consistent and you get those three teachers and in 95% of the cases you cannot choose the teachers that you get mm. so there is already a selection bias that agar aapke 10th mein acche marks aaye the mm. to aapko acha teacher mil jayega for your preparation mm. so that selection bias is already happening so what we did was that we sort of launch the subscription model where we said that you can study f- from anyone uh, we'll get you the best teachers will and this is not a supplemental product this is a replacement product uh-huh. you will get access to everything you go there you get hundreds of teachers you get the entire syllabus you get a proper test series proper tests are happening 
and 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 do you know that last month we had 120,000 live classes happen on the platform 120,000 live classes by different teachers and you, you 100 120,000 live classes so for example this is a live class going on right now where where it's a doubt clearing session where the teacher is teaching live and clearing a doubt interesting hmm. and at, at this very second there might be 500 classes going on in different subjects so and then and some of the for example whether it's cat whether it's any other category if you go into this class people who are preparing for cat she's one of the top teachers of cat in the country she's teaching when we talk about the analysis or the critic as a point okay. here this does not end with one generation as it is saying no it built a very seamless experience the critic for uh, everyone to just come online and experience a live session yes but we have many others in the market also who are doing similar i i have no idea <laughs> nobody can be similar to us i'm just waiting for some one liners yes tell me nobody can be it's okay no tell no nobody can be born no i think uh, i i think humility is a trait that we should all have <laughs> no but i'm just saying that yeah because maybe this worked for you and that's why we are seeing a lot of players now right emphasizing oh, and, and see i i respect what others are doing because they are at the end of the day they are opening up the market they are expanding the market um, and and my fundamental belief is that it's significantly better than the alternatives yeah. so where you don't have electricity and for the people you don't have smartphones i think the government will come up with solutions and will together eventually solve that problem also but right now for the people who have smartphones and the people who are in these tier 2 tier 3 cities who cannot afford uh, this very expensive form of coaching uh, uh, i think uh, the products that the online players are building are uh, very very essential and good for them yeah you know uh, god of now that we are talking about the product and 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 yeah because you know i've heard this and i'm just telling you because i've heard it from so many people that an academy really has very good experience and very good product and i know how focused you are on this but you know i have to bring this today now that we are talking the recent news right which was all over the place is that uh, there was a hack that, uh, and 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 data was leaked tell us how that happened and i know how focused you are on this how did this happen see uh, a few things that i must clarify that uh, yes the information was leaked uh, information like name and email ids etc but uh, uh, financial information passwords etc they were not leaked mm. we have been successful in making sure that that data is taken out of dark web but i think uh, i think this was a miss from our end uh, we are building systems now to ensure that something like this doesn't happen mm. uh, we, internally we have within the last 48 hours uh, my co-founder and cto himesh has been working on this uh, they have hired uh, information security officer etc we take this very very seriously um, and uh, we will not let our uh, customers and educators down in the future uh, and this is like a huge learning lesson for us and having said that uh, i should also put it out there that no confidential information has been uh, compromised uh but uh, but this has been a mess from our end and we we are doing everything we can to make sure that it 
uh, doesn't happen again. No, but you don't have to say it's a miss from your end because I know how focused and how you have been crazy. Yeah, you're in another extreme of taking care, but it happens. But what has been one key learning? Because this is important for all of us, my company, all of us. We all have so much of data and information. What to do? Like how to prevent something like this happening? So the, the, the same group of hackers in the last one week uh, hacked four sites. Lesson for all of us is that while you are growing. maybe there is a stage to move fast and break things i think we have moved past that stage hmm. i think now we need to build systems we need to build stronger systems and we need to ensure that uh, uh, from all angles we are taking care and it's not just about growth yeah there's a lot of students rely on an academy as their primary source of coaching yeah not as their secondary course of coaching so um so we are making some significant changes to ensure that uh, this doesn't happen again yeah okay okay uh, you know now i want to take you back to a completely different topic the and this is for everyone who's watching and who will be wa- watching this is what are some of the opportunities that you are really seeing is up for grabs to build large businesses in edtech space and one you are not going after yourself so tell us the areas you are going after <laughs> I, I can give some very crazy ideas which are which will be very very big which yeah. people must focus on and uh, if if somebody does please mail me i would be happily uh, i would invest i think one is uh, one is uh, sort of like an urban club for digital services hmm. so so how urban club built you know whether you need a haircut or whether you need a plumber standardized services i think for online you'll need a few standardized services for example if you need a dietitian who can quickly do a video call with you or you need a fitness trainer who can do a video call with you or maybe you need a life coach also who can motivate yeah. you in certain sense and stuff like that you need a psychiatrist you need somebody to uh, help you improve your uh, communication skills or you need somebody to uh, help you learn a language so you need to figure out or maybe even a stylist yeah. maybe even a stylist so these uh, you know these digital services on zoom Uh, or whatever online platform they are standardized so i know like like i think urban club has done a great job uh, it's it's one of the companies that i really like and they have done a phenomenal job in making sure that uh, all their services are 9 on 10 it's very very standardized um, very high quality so i think i think that's one big opportunity and and the other thing is that i am i'm i'm a very big believer that there will be an amazon for digital products Hmm. where where everything is where every product is sold digitally there is no offline component to it there is no physical component to it um so so all these are subset of that problems um, um i i have also made a recent angel investment i think it will be announced tomorrow it is also a subset of that problem so uh, i think anything where um um uh, you can you can enable people to sell digital stuff for example uh, whether it's an organization like your story or an individual and they want to they want to create something and sell it uh, we were already seeing some of these examples but nobody has done it in like a massive way so i think this is something that uh, people should uh, people should focus on in education uh, there are a lot of areas that uh, engineering students in the country uh, do nothing for four years they do they don't do anything i mean such massive human potential if you can figure out a way to do something for them uh, 
such massive potential if you can make sure that uh, see except the top 5% engineering colleges most colleges are uh, i mean some of the colleges people go in the first year they are doing computer science at the end of fourth year they cannot write a hello world program so it's it's broken at that level and people pass the exam it, it has become like a like a place you go to to party with your friends and to smoke up and to chill etc etc so can you utilize that human potential those people if you empower them if you give a product to, to to them through which they can learn they can become better so that when the time comes for them to get a job and and you know these uh, these online coding academies are doing a subset of it but that's a very small subset there is there is massive potential maybe it's a different business model but i think uh, i think we need to do companies should focus on um, or make sure you have a skin in the game so if you have a skin in the game in making sure that people get better and you you are making them equipped for the new kinds of jobs that will come because you know there will be a transformational shift now uh, so i think that that would be very very good you, if, if if you can empower somebody who let's say takes a course or or somebody who uses your product and and becomes better and they can um, they can earn money or they can do something i think it's it's a very vague idea but uh, probably you no know, but i get the sense what you're saying you know but traditionally if you look at the companies that have got invested or if you look at education in india per se and digital education now is that it's more centered around certification it's more centered around getting a job it's more centered around a very clear defined outcome so i want to ask you how do you see that changing and one question which is very personal to me and i'm asking you is you know learning for the learning sake do you think that people in india are going to be uh, you know and will there be value in that that and will people pay just learning for pure learning like i want to do a class just to be a better storyteller like you know that so I'm asking, but, but you want to be a storyteller so that's not just learning for learning sake you have a clearly defined learning outcome that you want to be a storyteller yeah so, but it's not certification or exam nahi pass karna mujhe ya job nahi chahiye mujhe because if you see most of the edtechs like and if you look at uh, talk to the investors also right the clear question for them is what's the outcome so in education will it continue to be very outcome based see master classes doing 80 million dollars of annual revenue now in us yeah outcome based yeah uh, and uh, yeah uh, so so i i don't know the correct answer to it uh, we were not outcome based for the first 3 years yeah. we were just posting videos we were a platform and people could uh, uh, create stuff so uh, i i do think there needs to be some some objective that yeah. hey, i'll i'll learn english or i'll learn guitar or something like that and when you have that then uh, i i'm i'm very i'm i'm i will long on the fact that uh, if if people want to do something and if you give them that's fine but just learning for learning sake like you have a netflix kind of a prep platform where people are going to just learn i think that will not happen yeah. if you want to be a storyteller then probably what you will do is you will go to master class and you will take jk rowling's course yeah 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 i think that might happen i think few companies are trying to do that i think at some point we will also get into that market uh, um, i think this was the virat and anushka experiments have shown us that huge potential when mr shashi tharoor took his classes lot of people came what did he teach uh, i need to check but 
That was not a trick question. I was just very curious. What did Shashi Tharoor teach? Was it on writing? I think, I think it's uh, experiences with the United Nations. I remember ah. one class, ah. but uh, but uh, I, yeah, I have been, senior, been a backbencher. I have been a backbencher throughout my life. So attending classes. Yes, now don't cover up. You had Shashi Tharoor, and you don't know what he taught. Okay. <laughs> no, I have a brilliant team. I think uh, I think it's not an individual effort at all. I, I, I all the success of an academy to the strong team we have and the strong team members we have. I think they do a phenomenal job in. Uh, yeah, yeah. So tell me something now. Uh, if you had to say, and then in the the post-COVID world, right? Let's imagine now things are opening and things will hopefully go to normal, and but not. Anytime soon, uh, how are you going to see? Like you know, there's so many students who are affected this year, right? Like so many students across different spectrums who've been affected this year. How are you going to? If you had to say, there are certain things that you will see changing in the edtech space. You will see in the behavior change, uh, changing in the behavior. What are some of the things that one you are looking from your lens will change? I, I, I think schools and uh, offline institutes will not open till September, October. So I think uh, uh, schools will need to quickly start using tools like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, etc. And they'll need to adapt. Uh, I think even if they open, uh, maybe like, you know, how offices are opening 20% occupancy on day one or something like that. So I think, uh, I think one transformative change would be that uh, remote work and remote learning, both in some places, they will completely substitute offline, but in most places, it will be a combination of both. Uh, companies will uh, companies will uh, uh, embrace remote work more and more. Uh, students will embrace remote learning more and more. Online education more and more. So I think it's a it's a combination of both. But but I don't think offline will uh, go away anytime soon. Yeah, I, uh, I think especially in the K twelve market. Schools are schools are needed for the overall development of uh, the students, etc. Or if there is a hybrid model where students are coming to school for two days, you know, maybe all all classes are just for socializing or for debates or for you know uh, engaging stuff, and the learning happens online. I think that is also possible. So, um, I mean, if I, if I were to build a school today, I would build it like that. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to ask you uh, this. I'm taking the liberty of asking because I've known you closely that how you always think forward and you're thinking of the next step uh, with time, you know, and the place that you are in, and especially during the lockdown, how have you looked at your own, if you had to look at your own decision making as a leader, as a young entrepreneur, uh, how have you taken decisions? How do you what are some of the things that you factor in while taking some of the major decisions in your venture? Yeah, I mean, you protect the downside. Maybe if you're taking a bold bet, uh, it, may, it, it cannot be a risk that, you know, uh, the 100% of the company will go away. Maybe 15, 20% is fine as long as the upside is maybe 20x, 30x. So I think that's one thing. Um, raise money, but also remember See, we have always raised money beforehand, but I look at venture capitalists as founders. So when you have that mindset, if you are getting an angel, so angel is fine, but if you're getting a, getting an involved VC on your cap table, imagine like you're getting a founder. So if, if you have the, if you have the privilege to choose, 
go with lower valuation but somebody who makes you feel like a founder yeah but if you don't have the privilege to choose uh, then just just take the money just take the money and um, i mean uh, i always have this belief and sometimes uh, people in my team uh, don't like it but i always uh, tell them to not not focus on low hanging fruits ever i just tell them to focus on high hanging fruits so what happens is that uh, when the times are good we focus on high hanging fruits and when we hit a a slump or something bad happens then i say okay you know in this time to get out of it we can focus on low hanging fruits because it's so easy see right now if if you have solved the hard problems so i think uh, i think uh, always 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 whether in personal life professional life take a uh, choose the option which is more difficult even if it doesn't make any sense so i i i'm not sure if i make any sense but oh i get what you're saying so now and that brings me to my next question which i had asked you last time and i'm going to ask you to repeat this again and i'm sure you'll have you will be as honest as ever on this is that you know one of the things which and this is for the benefit of everyone and everyone today in the market because there's such a gloom that oh there's no investment going to happen fundings are going to slow down so, you know one of the things got up you've done remarkably is raise capital you've got some very good investors from early on and consistently you managed to do that right and and so tell us how have you like and I, and you know that we want very not dancers which we both would have heard from others but what are some of the things that you did right because i one one i know that i have always seen you as an extremely very very confident guy right so i've never seen you not like matlab pad bhi rahi hogi to confidence arrogant say a confidence that's debatable but confidence hamare to hamesha rahe but tell us what did you do yeah for all the people who would like to raise money so i mean i've gone through some very very tough phases uh, throughout but i think what 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 i did was that uh, uh, i think this is this applies for most people that you cannot give up i think uh, i think uh, like bhavan uh, i i worked at directai for one year and then uh, i was I, i didn't know bhavan that well i'd met him once or two times in office but i really wanted to get him on board as a individual director independent director on our board i must have sent him 25 messages before he gave me a 15 minute meeting and out of those 25 messages he must have not replied to 50% and to the other 50% he would have replied with i'm busy so i think that's probably the summary of the story that you can extrapolate it that if uh, if that applies to bhavan that i've done that with everyone uh, is that uh, you know and i want to jet in that's very i have always found it very interesting about you this there's a very good sense of humility <laughs> and uh, you know self effacing matlab apne apne aap ko utna hero nahi lena ki likhte rehna likhte rehna and a, a little bit of shamelessness in that and then there's this huge amazing uh, confidence which borders on arrogance by the way when you respond to some of the things so that just it's it's, it's very not- see it's not see i mean like we have a lot of educators of an academy and our employees from our team also watching etc so i also want to say that see when when people are looking up to you it's not like i'm just saying for the sake of it that we are better 
we are significantly better and that gives me the confidence to say it mm. and you know that you know my team members or my educators who are watching this i i see so many names right now they get pumped up so it's it's more and and see if if i had to take the risk of sounding arrogant but the upside is that my team is more motivated i think that's i think that's fine but see i'm i think we no, are that's what i'm just saying that there's a, a cute but i see a very uh, humble very very humble very very you know i know you closely so i will have a little bias because i see you for the humility also and for you know genuineness and then there is this other side which is also like okay we are the best in the market no competitor comes close to us so <laughs> keeping I, I, that I, I, when i was a kid i saw this movie guru huh so there is this dialogue uh, by this character abhishek bachchan who's playing dhirubhai ambani was that uh, uh, he did whatever it takes to get something done jahan laath marni hai wahan laath mari jahan sar jhukana hai wahan sar jhukaya but he got it done yeah so i mean if if sometimes you have to push people to get something done uh, or if sometimes you have to uh, 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 be very respectful to get something done like see see i i had to some of the investors i had to chase for years uh, before uh, saf partners were looking at us from day 1 of starting up they finally came during series b they had said no multiple times but i didn't take it to my ego i didn't think though they have rejected me even when we were raising the series b round i called them up i said that guys we are raising a round would you be interested they evaluated and i think uh, i think it's a very interesting story i've never told anyone um uh, so saf partners during the series b investment uh, the valuation ask was that we were asking was high and sequoia had agreed to that valuation and uh, and saf partners were very very excited etc at the last moment they said you know this valuation might not work for us and uh, they thought that i would react badly on the call and etc i said uh, uh, and because i had spent a lot of time with them and it was the final stage uh, of signing the term sheet and i said it's okay uh, i said that uh, hopefully we'll partner together in the future and i was surprised because that's you know you know what they said they said i mean we are we are surprised at your reaction because uh they said okay give us 10 minutes and then and and this is like when they have said no so 10 minutes later they are like oh can you come to leela palace we want to do a meeting and there they brought the term sheet obviously you know valuation numbers were negotiated upon but they went from no to yes just because i didn't take it personally see you don't have to take it personally every every leadership person or every investor that i meet even if sometimes i feel like Uh, abusing them because of what they did i don't do it because it's a small world you know uh, you have to see that others might have certain situations other might have certain circumstances and it's it's not their call in most of the cases yeah. in most of the cases they have their lps who they are responsible to so why do you have to take it personally i mean they are doing their job you are doing their job tomorrow you can start something you can go to them again why do you have to take it personally i mean ego and business don't go hand in hand so yeah. don't be no, but i've seen you i've seen you demonstrate that time and again since i've known you in 2014 yeah you, uh, that's something i can <laughs> say that i've seen that and i respect that about you gaurav munjal and, and 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 what a phenomenal uh, journey business that you're building with an academy last before we go i can continue talking to you because it is 
you know it doesn't feel like people are watching when we are chatting but last if i have to ask you as a young entrepreneur in this country and we are in very tough times if you had to say that you know these are some of the things that and it could you know you know i'm not putting you in a spot but what are some of the things that you are thinking of doing uh, for uh, india in this time in this uncertain times to are, are there some plans are there some things that you're thinking of giving more at this time to the country so i think uh, all of our founders have uh, personally given a significant donation to the pm cares fund what we are also doing is that uh, we are working very very hard because we are one of the companies which is not impacted by this so uh, we have plans to hire 500 people in the next two months so i think we are creating jobs that way um i have personally not stopped angel investing so i am encouraging more and more founders to keep starting companies etc it's just that certain circumstances have changed so people will need to rethink their strategies and some markets might not be viable like the travel market etc but uh, but we are doing everything we can we didn't we could have stopped appraisals and we could have told everyone we could have used used the excuse that you know uh, uh, the market is bad but i mean we our revenues were growing so like uh, i think you uh, you should not be uh, bad just for the sake of being bad because at the end of the day companies are built by teams yeah uh, you need to respect that so i think whether it's hiring talent whether it's donating uh to charity whether it's making sure that we are creating more jobs whether it's uh, personally mentoring uh, other entrepreneurs and helping them uh i mean uh, uh we are we are doing everything or or, or this talk uh, uh i don't usually give uh, like talks at all but i think in the last one month i have uh, given uh, uh, two talks uh, three talks two by you and one uh, mr sunil kan munjal of uh, hero group had organized a session and stuff like that so i think Uh, if 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 i realize that the topic is interesting and i can give back to the community um, we are doing that so i think whatever is in my uh, capacity we are doing and uh, we encourage the only thing i want to tell everyone is that uh, uh, unlearn unlearn what you already know and try to learn what you need to change economy will come back things will get back to normal it's just that the new world will be a different world so the sooner you adapt to it and the sooner you know that this might not be temporary maybe this is temporary but see see there is no downside of assuming that this is not temporary yeah because if you unlearn and if you learn new things that are anyway going to help whether it's temporary or not yeah then they might give you an edge so there is no downside to think that this is permanent yeah that means you will not be biased you will not so before we go all in uh, we go all in once we know this is it but when we are in two states that hey this is temporary etc we are we always keep procrastinating and saying that let's wait for two months and something like that just assume that this is it you it might benefit you more than not assuming and there is no downside of yeah. assuming that this is it gaurav thank you this is very very good uh hoping that soon we will hear you know you you beginning of this session you said all your numbers in money matters you've gone and recorded to say all your numbers have gone grown 3x we hope your valuation grows 3x and we get to chat to you in the next 2 3 months soon uh, thank you all the very best it's a great pleasure to be talking to you